0: Welcome to The Farm Table with Don and Jesh. We are here today with a very special guest. We are welcoming back Alex, the running eagle.
1: (laughs) What up? What up? What's up, 505? Yo, don't forget about that. 575, what up, 575? So
0: today is, we're going to title this episode State of the Union 2. Um, The first uh, episode we did was actually number 1, yeah. It was episode 1. So the our first episode was was state of the union and we we sat down with Alex to discuss what New Mexico was looking like right before Recreation hit. Now fast forward seven, 8 months? Yeah. 8 months or so. That was in March. We fucking seen it. So, you know, the things we predicted, the things we talked about now we can kind of go through and see, you know, what the fuck happened and, you know, what is the actual state of the union now um that weeds here, weed's legal. Um you have a lot of New Mexicans consuming, a lot of Texans heavily consuming. Um I I don't think anything anybody expected the the Texas fucking wave that we've seen.
1: Dude, they need good weed. I mean, They're living down there, dealing with dealing with all things Texas. They need to keep, you know, just as iry or more iry than us, because at least we got, you know, our mountains and beautiful sunsets to keep us happy. What come on? They they
2: got Joe Rogan now, bro. Come
1: on. Oh fuck! Do they got Joe Rogan and Jesse James? Yeah. No diss. I mean, I live in Austin. Why does Texas get all the
0: cool guys? (laughs) (laughs) It's because LA sucks now.
1: (laughs) Man, when I lived in New York, I had a lot of good friends from Texas. You know that, you know, them and all their friends weren't in Texas anymore. The good people, you know what I mean? It's kind of like those destinations, those <clears throat> pilgrimage points. I mean, I think New Mexico is becoming one of those. It's always been one for Texans in the, you know, in the summer for sure. Uh, but now it's a place for potentially, you know, not just Texans year-round, but, you know, people from all over the world. I mean, we already have <clears throat> a pretty pretty strong, you know, tourist uh, thing going on here in santa fe and taos specifically and you know it's <clears throat> hopefully going to add to that i mean i remember when colorado went wreck it was like you know the new amsterdam like we don't yeah. it, like we don't have to go there's to there's amsterdam anymore to fucking go there, yeah. and before that that was the only place to go for that experience and now i mean you can go so many places and i think new mexico could provide that really rad like experience for people you know from around the world we can provide that because we do have something that other states don't have and that's just our culture vibe. we were just
0: talking about that with al um munchies cannabis um and he was he's in uh rio doso and he was saying the same thing you know that they're seeing you know they've seen a big hike in business and yeah tourists are loving new mexican weed they're loving you know just the liberty of being
1: able to consume being able to smoke not that there hasn't always been herb in texas but it's been kind of limited historically <clears throat> i mean like i said i lived there in the 90s and it was i mean all you could find was calio you know all that's all you could find as Yum. far as good herb goes of course you could find some brickweed, but <clears throat> you couldn't really find much and this was even in austin where definitely there was you know a lot of yeah. stoners but what i want to see you know it's kind of like uh, like what we're finally seeing in colorado is sort of a, a societal evolution, like kids aren't drinking as much or doing hard drugs as much yeah. or like pills and stuff. Yeah. Be- and one can only assume maybe, you know, maybe it's just a coincidence, but I think it's a
0: I love how the news,
1: how the news will, will, will
0: twist it. Cannabis use is up, doubled among teens. But then what they don't fucking tell you is alcohol, alcohol use, use is down, yep. violent crimes among Straight teens up. have down hard drug use and 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 Straight ods up. are down you know among that harm age group. reduction dude it, and it that's fucking
1: exactly and dude that's what i want to see in te- in texas is not just that harm reduction happen um not necessarily like i've got an, a vested interest in that other than the fact that you know it's humankind you know we want to see us evolve as a species and so Eventually, we may see you know kind of like some things happen positively in Texas on a cultural and societal level because of our our you know legalization. Well, and only so many
0: states around you can fucking change and and basically admit, okay, we we you know we weren't looking at this right before before you got to take a look at yourself and realize, well, fuck, maybe maybe we're thinking about this wrong. You know, I mean, bro, Arkansas yeah like did oklahoma, they go
2: yeah oklahoma, arkansas is medical okay oklahoma like some of the most conservative hillbilly states along the bible belt are are catching up and kentucky is
0: even yeah. talking about it and they were like supposed to be the last well mississippi last last. went mississippi went i know that um there's a lot of stuff going on in mississippi right now people are super proud of that so
1: Who knows? Because they're all growing G13, (laughs) (laughs) dude. It's going to be the good shit coming uh, out of
0: there. Let's circle
2: back to that Amsterdam conversation, because I think New Mexico actually does, uh, in contrast to all the other states, offer something unique that the Amsterdam experience did, which was live consumption.
1: Dude, and honestly, guys, you know, these consumption lounges, I haven't checked them out yet in Crucis, but I don't know of any other ones that have been ratified yet. I think Mayor Keller... Kind of needs to get off his rocker and allow us to enjoy ourselves in our city um we we have plenty of bars where people can sit around and get inebriated we'd like to have lounges where people can sit around and collaborate intellectually and potentially alleviate their suffering you know through the well, process and to prohibit to prohibit the the consumption
0: of cannabis publicly or or in a in a facility is fucking silly you've 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 legalized at this point you've legalized adult use so what are you telling adults that that okay we we said it's cool to use and it's safe and and we're gonna let you guys do this but not in any fucking establishments not in public you better fucking watch your ass like it's to me it brings the wrong message you're not like i don't know
1: dude it's not positive i think things are gonna change though because they've had good success with it in crucis and i have it on good word that uh they're kind of they're ready for it to happen in Albuquerque. And that there's a few select places that are gonna be earmarked as those primary spots yeah. um where they're gonna sort of launch it. Or you know, the yeah. prototypes. And yeah. I think it's gonna be kind of exciting. <clears throat> you know, I wanna kinda just drop a little a little teaser. I think there's but, one in Silver too. i okay. will to cut you off, but I think
0: there's one in Silver City dope. we heard about too. Oh, dope. That actually has a chef there and they're doing they're more Dang. going towards like infused meals.
1: Imagine, But yeah, man, I mean, I just can think about like uh, an area of Albuquerque, you know, where I'm from, you know, somewhere like Knob Hill, where there's a dope dispensary and you have a dope, you know, and chill and easygoing, accepting and inclusive, uh, you know, consumption lounge right there. I think it could really be something that helps the city kind of, again, re have a little bit of a rebirth from covid this was like kind of a rough time for our town and we've seen we've seen like the retail and commercial um like <coughs> activity come back a little bit but, but it's
0: not completely bounced back and not no, everywhere definitely and especially
1: not. in those neighborhoods like knob hill or downtown well, where it was live
0: no- speaking of knob hill we were we were <laughs> down there for the um enchanted grand opening um slim thug concert they had and one thing I noticed was there, Knob Hill used to be busier. There wasn't that many people hustling and bustling around, just just Knob Hill area, you know? And I think that, yeah, you still, COVID fucked everybody up and, you know, gave everybody, it did one of two things. It, you know, either, either made people, you know, scared to go out, you know, scared to get fucking sick, or B the lazy people or the introverts that didn't like going out it just it gave them that that ability to just stay home and like i don't have to deal with the world i can curbside fucking pick up i can you know do this online i could do that online i could grub hub i could fucking whatever
1: become more isolated and and i
0: don't have to fucking see anybody i don't have to deal with anybody you know we we're, we're we're hiring and uh you know you go through these applications and and you know you see the la the lapse in job history and you're like, oh fuck, you, you didn't have a job the whole time during COVID. That's that's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? And you know, whatever. You know, but it's real and it's 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 happening to people and it's in you know it's a
1: different fucking world. No, honestly, so, and that, you know, but we are I mean, we are evolving and hopefully we're not evolving in that way where, you know, we're becoming less less uh connected and more isolated and more dependent on technology to fulfill our needs i mean that's inevitable to a certain degree because of technology and you know there's some theories about that you know about the pandemic and how it you know accelerated a new economy oh the great reset regarding i mean regardless of that though we still have in ourselves that spirit where we want to connect we want to be together we want to celebrate this thing we called life together and man um, nothing does that for us like weed and, and, you know, and cannabis and, and all the products that the plant can provide for us. And, you know, that's what, you know, that consumption lounge can sort of like highlight where we can all kind of get together and allow, <clears throat> excuse me, the, uh, you know, the medicine to like, take us to that next level. Cause when we do that, I mean, there is that connective spirit of cannabis. When it, when it happens, we reach new heights. Well, and it's, it's like the old, you know, Hey, you smoke. Oh, smoke what
0: you know what i mean and then you got a buddy you know what i mean and, and it's that old connection that i think us as stoners us as cannabis users over the years you know it's it's nice it's nice to meet somebody that 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 enjoys the same things as you and by creating these consumption lounges yeah you have a you, there's a way to meet people and mingle and you know find you know Dude, find people that you'd never see before because they're not at the fucking
1: bar one thing you don't even think about is like you know we talk about like the industry cannabis industry destroying the cannabis community well consumption lounges i mean whatever that's kind of it's such a sterile term spots where you can blaze out with homies yeah in public and potentially meet other homies that are blazing out too you know and just that's a reconnective of the community and it's like underlining the cannabis and we just start calling it the bar
2: at the end of the day like and it should be what kind of bar yeah they don't they don't now yeah now you should ask what 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 kind of bar (laughs) and uh they don't they don't fucking call alcohol consumption lounges yeah well that's
0: another thing is super thank you because that's like a safe use area. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not fucking shooting up. You know what I mean? What? And no no judgment. And, uh, hey, if get it how you live.
2: I'm sure but, you guys have been downtown on a Saturday night around 1 o'clock when everybody piles out of the fucking library in knockouts, and they're trashed. And, oh, yeah,
0: fighting each other. Yeah, fucking, and
2: shooting shit. Yeah, and you, it's yeah, literally, APD has a sniper tower, yeah. mobile sniper tower set up, and fucking... <sighs> Because it's that's so hard crazy, hard. and it's like,
1: oh, hold but hold yeah, on. but fucking. Did you just did you just drop the sniper tower conspiracy theory, dude? No, it, that's a real thing, dude. <laughs> they have like a tower that like I've
0: seen it. Seen I've, it our there. city is so Hardcore. bad that we actually our police construct a tower in the middle of our busiest fucking street downtown to to possibly shoot non lethals, right? I mean, Do I'm, they sure, I'm not-
2: sure they have. So they fire as well. both
0: lethals. <laughs>
1: you sure they have both so So maybe google it but uh but jess says that this is happening (laughs) here's the challenge here's the here's the challenge mayor keller drop the consumption lounges open up the the, the, drop dab the bars, sniper bars. open open the consumption <laughs> lounges open the dab bars and watch that sniper tower come down yeah, yeah we want to get d- high in a d- different d- way defund
0: the sniper t- tower and send the money to the
1: dab yeah, Defund
0: the sniper tower
1: <laughs> it's back to it's back to harm reduction though i mean for <laughs> real it's pretty fucked up but
0: Peg, pegging toward this with Fucking non-lethal from the sniper tower
1: dude I want to be up in that sniper tower with a a t-shirt gun full of joints
2: a crazy Mongolian ladder like the Great Wall of China (laughs) bring it down
1: hey dude we can do it uh, if we rise up together we can do anything
2: oh but yeah I mean let's let's also talk like it's not just about connecting people here locally the fact that we're the only state that has uh, you know a license for consumption lounges and that's a thing like that's huge tourism yeah people like there's one spot on earth where people go for the coffee shop cannabis experience and that's Amsterdam <coughs> for us it's across the world yeah. and now there's you know in a totally different hemisphere. Well,
1: Colorado has it too right no speakeasies well in, uh, did they did they take it back out of Colorado there's some there's some but they're kind of they're not really like you know yeah. above ground or they're, advertised they're oh, shit. Okay.
2: private and they're considered clubs they're not you're, you're right they're not like open to the public you're not supposed to be selling cannabis in these places it's a gray area that's there a, can it's, yeah
0: it's they're safe market. use areas yeah
2: this is uh this is what we <laughs> have here is actually like a, a public establishment you can have where people okay. go to Check in, buy weed, and smoke it there
1: at, on the spot, and because of that, <laughs> we could become like you said, you know like a New Amsterdam, or like Amsterdam was always historically a destination worldwide for stoners that want to just kick back and see you know what's what's new, what's fresh, I mean Amsterdam kind of dropped off, but you know albuquerque we' you know we've got some really great producers here in New Mexico all across the state, you know, a lot of people doing good work, and so if we can feature that in a In a setting where literally anybody 21 and up or if they have their med card you know like 18 and up can come in and check it out that's freaking dope dude i I was just at uh gamers anonymous
2: last night um playing some games with the boys and uh we were just you know they have the computers lined up all the pc's set up and it's it's this really cool like rgb dark environment where everybody's gaming and it's like why don't we have puffcos here at every single station like why does it just not that would be the ultimate addition well, to
1: this i wonder if that's going to be the thing with uh, the lounges is more vape and less blazing um, you know blazing joints or whatever unless there's i don't know i'm i'm I down to like, see outdoor it all i want to see it all dude
2: if there's if if you can have a cigar lounge yeah if that's a thing if there's an hvac and things that can filter out cigar smoke you can filter
0: out you know you look i True, remember dude. being a little kid fucking sitting at jb's fucking restaurant while my mom and grandma fucking choked down fucking a pack of cigarettes after fucking dinner you know what i mean right in the fucking restaurant bro the, the fans are going above and they're just like pushing around this fucking nick cloud fucking yep quick. so you them you know what i mean if it that was cool why can't fucking smoke in a joint in a fucking like you said a ventilated bar which i think is great that they should just call them bars you know yeah and, yeah
1: 100%. weed bars the weed bar yeah yeah, yeah. But no that's going to be something dude uh i think that's going to help revitalize our town and potentially you know i think it's revitalized maybe <clears throat> crucis and silver city i don't know shout shout out to those towns and you know hopefully it has hopefully it's you know brought back some life and some vibrancy and gets people out of their house and gets people have to connect and you know again what better what better method to connect over than you know the sacred plant and that healing herb that can you know hopefully help you know take us all to that next level dude so what have you so circling
0: back to to rec and how it you know grabbed onto the state what have you seen you know in the pl- past eight months I know you've you know you've worked with a couple companies out here a couple of the bigger companies um, that are doing a lot of stuff. What, what are you seeing? What's, what's new? What's, what's interesting? What's surprising?
1: Yeah, man. I had kind of a, a trippy 22, <clears throat> you know, jumped into kind of a, uh, more of a, you know, with lack of a better term, uh, corporate cannabis structure, you know, early on, um, right before rec, uh, you know, with Pecos Valley, um, out of Roswell, shout out to the guys down there, you know, um. Hey, you were a salesman over there huh and so was a know, different something different for you huh went through a bunch of different uh, uh kind of roles down there and kind of what i do at a lot of the companies you know help out where i can and you know the idea was that you know with rec uh you know we we're gonna get to that next level and you know we're all we're all trying to we're all trying to do good work we're all trying to do our best work but we're also trying to feed our families right and you know the opportunities of uh you know moving from a limited medical market to a wide open recreational market allured me i wanted to see where it could take me and um you know we had some fun i uh moved into kind of a wholesale role um at the end of a end of the uh road there with pecos um help you know help develop the wholesale department and uh you know i'm still doing a bunch of a uh, wholesale representation and in fact um we're doing a uh, <clears throat> we're doing a little wholesale party little open house and it's something that i'm trying to work on and creating kind of a monthly event um where different wholesalers can get together and different retailers can get together and sort of um use it as a you know kind of like a market where we can we can connect i mean if these lounges aren't going to be open yet because i think that'd be a great place to sort of have have the heads connect you know i want to create that for us you know that's something i really believe in is that that community and through that community we can really we can make some strong moves and so uh no i'm still doing some work with them but no uh, you know a lot of that work dude was behind a desk and well, uh, so, so for me I, I belong in the garden and yeah. so i i jumped uh I jumped over to Enchanted Botanicals. Uh, uh, we oh, just nice. opened our we just opened our second store in um, in Knob Hill. Well, I'm calling Glob Hill, man, because we, <laughs> we got all those dabs. I over saw there, that, man. We got like f- at least 50 flavors of dabs, seriously. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we're making it Glob Hill. We're trying to trying to represent, and um, <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna start back up in the grow. You know, and that's where I've been. You know, originally with Mother Earth Herbs, and then with Sandy Botanicals, <laughs> and then for a while there with uh, uh, Southwest uh what's now southwest cannabis you know with southwest wellness doing the grow out there but uh freaking now i was never in the grow at pecos and i think that was one thing that i really missed was just working with the plants you know i've always i've always grown and i've always keep kept growing but you know on that large commercial scale where i can actually have an impact and hopefully you know get medicine to the people on a larger level i'm really happy to get back yeah on i've that seen, you,
0: seen you hooking up some equipment over there and
1: it's gonna be doing fun, some man. new
0: shit. That's gotta feel good to get back to your where your focus is, where your your concentration is. Um It was good doing the desk rough. and
1: doing work, but yeah.
0: You know, funny story, I used to do do granite countertops long, long time ago and uh long long time ago. And I did it for years and years and years. And I, I mastered it. I was a badass fabricator, yeah. badass yeah. installer, badass sawyer. I could do anything with stone and it got fucking old. You know, just grinding stone got fucking old. So I went to do sales and sell granite. And right. like, I fucking know everything about <laughs> granite. Like what the fuck? I'll just I'll just sell it. And I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like like I liked being clean. I liked, you know what I mean? Not grinding fucking stone all day, but just the the whole fucking cheese dick like let's put on a fucking (laughs) fake smile dude
1: no i mean for me i I guess i wasn't selling weed no i feel that i feel that and for me it's kind of a thing where you know i i put myself in a place where you know i'm not necessarily a broker i don't consider myself a broker i consider myself somebody you know that tries to create relationships that keep that create happiness and keep everyone happy involved and you know if people could do that themselves then they would do that themselves but sometimes people need a liaison people need a intermediary you know
0: you know people in the industry you've been in the industry for a long time you know people in the state so i'm sure it was it was second nature to say oh let me let me make connections for, for you guys um because it's natural like you said totally you know and
1: I'm it's saying? that point too now where a lot of homies are um, coming back to the state from yeah. across the nation where they're doing good work seeing that and i love that dude come home dude yeah make this place that dope that dope ass shit that you guys were doing elsewhere you yeah. know what i'm saying but i'm also seeing of course people coming out of the fucking woodwork dude Out of you the know? woodwork and um like wait a minute you're gr- growing and selling weed no okay oh so you're doing that <laughs> well and good on them okay do your when thing, do there's your some thing fucking and i'm not gonna touch that
0: are coming out that have just started dude. that's what scares me is the ones that are like like oh yeah we're just getting going it's like where, where you been bud? right like and right. and you know um i was actually i think i was talking to pierre the other day and he's like oh man i'm getting hit up by all these random fucking people like all these new fucking people and i was
1: like yeah
0: here they come
1: yeah <laughs> brace yourself well and that's the thing i was saying was man originally you know a state of two million people who you know you got to think about that kind of number how many of those people are your potential clients okay we do have a decent tourist economy so there's people coming here, but our, our base economy is, not, I mean, you know, the base where people are going to, you know, <clears throat> generate that metric foam is not just a small number of a small number of people, but it's, you know, dude, we're impoverished, bro. I mean, it's a poor state. And so not only is it a small percentage of people that you're going to get to your stores, but dude, you know, people don't spend a lot. Well, we do because we love weed here, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? So what I thought was that, it's going to be all locals yeah. for a while until the system gets really strong and then a bunch of people are going to come in from out of state and make it but because our shit was so dope out of the gates these motherfuckers are already here swooping they're circling and they're they're diving on us yeah. and i mean and i'm not i'm not going to talk shit because it you know it is dude it's a free it's our economy it's a free market economy it's not some shit like you know like somewhere like texas where it is one like Uh, they try to be autonomous they try to create this kind of like their own entity well i mean honestly we depend too much on these outside entities we have a really strong local backbone here that we can depend on that could be the skeleton of the industry we don't need cookies we don't need these outside mso's we really don't but they're here and they're setting up but when they do what is going to happen to the little guy that spent his life savings to to get his license to build his store to to plant his field yep. and whatever even if he was an alfalfa farmer before even if he was a, a, ma- a manager at some grocery store before whatever and he didn't come from weed he still is local and to me that deserves more deserves, than the fucking foreigner than the others there's a lot yeah. more than that
0: no and i agree and and <sighs> You know, this is a hard thing you want to be a welcoming state you want to bring money to the state you want to you know have this open door but at the end of the day if it shits on the state if it shits on the little guy you know is it a good thing and yeah no you've got a lot of mso's coming in and what are they bringing different what are they bringing better that'd be my my question to them is is what are you guys bringing to the table that's not already here and if
1: they don't have a good fucking answer to that then I, I don't think they belong here dude did you think about uh did you think about applying for that um compliance officer or what is it the um, applications officer for the state dude and, and that would be the that would be the qualifying uh, the qualifying answer tell me what you're going to bring to the state and make me feel the answer don't <laughs> I have, just i have
2: it. an answer for your question and it's a it's a complicated one
1: <laughs> no <laughs> well dude i mean and again I, I think this is something we've talked about before and it's definitely something i've uh brought up in conversation in the past though is that the law says that 50 percent of all licenses have to be um locally owned pe- yeah. uh, you know run by people that are locals but i mean of course somebody could just get a p.o box and say they're local after two <laughs> if years if they or
0: hit that number i'd be fucking surprised
1: well that's something that <laughs> Not i mean hit that number. <laughs> dude and okay so the industry has grown exponentially since January um, when it basically went from medical to to recreational. I'm sorry, last year, last June, you know, uh, when it went from handing, you know, when the DOH handed it over to the, yeah. the RLD. Well,
0: the mighty baton passing.
1: At that point, you know, I think we saw a lot of people sort of that used to really um, have their hands on the steering wheel of the medical program sort of take a back seat and sort of wait and watch what the fuck's going to happen because before if you remember there were a lot of people that had a lot of lawsuits against the doh to to create um standards and policy um and those standards and policies no matter who they served were beneficial to the patients in the end because if you don't you know you know we can remember the dark ages you know, where we grew 125 plants and no extract could be over 70% and, you know, all this bullshit where we are the laughing stock of the Southwest. Well, now we've become this open horizon and we have people, you know, in our big brother states like freaking Arizona and Colorado and now all of a sudden Oklahoma saying, damn, let's roll through. It's those Ospreys flying over now. <laughs> Those Ospreys—they're running ops. Douchebag on a fucking Harley. Yeah, they're, Harley they're, they're pinging us with the Stingray right now, dude. They
0: tapped your shit, Jesh.
2: I'm untappable.
0: I have Mac. a Mac, dude. Come on. It just reminds me of the episode You're a of Mac? South- <laughs> the, the 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 episode from South Park of the guys on a Harley. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> no, dude. Um,
1: I think it's been crazy because you know everybody said oh it's going to take a year oh it's going to take fucking 2 years before you know the prices drop before the bottom drops out before these mso's okay. swoop in and fucking you know take over our shit well no dude it's fucking 6 months in or whatever and they're here and they're they're swinging the hammer you know they're fucking
0: oh we've seen huge price drops on the on the flour the wholesale so you know everything in this industry is is going to be structured around flour prices so we've seen big price drops on wholesale the wholesale flower market. Um, you know, big you, time, dude. Can you I know, I, I some heard. What, what was your? Yeah, of course. So if you're gonna try one, I think some of the What's tastiest the face ones. Are, What's the What's going to melt GMO, my face right The GMO, off. The GMO, the GMO um, and the Polo out of are El, my Ulumbre, And you know this alien apparition is pretty fucking good too. Seven Clover.
1: It's um, pretty wild, dude. I never thought you'd be trying to do anything solventless because you know when you when you're like. Uh, the the salt when you're the you know the solvent king when you're killing it on the solvent game it's kind of like you know yo that's what you're known for but i've seen up in colorado my favorite you know bho um group you know green dot they moved over to rosin you know not too long ago and you know so i, I see it as a trend you apothecary know? did the same thing well, apothecary it, rosin oh yeah and fantastic. Out of the loop, and it's, yeah, fucking, yeah, a it's show.
2: fantastic dude. you know
0: we we're we're cannabinoid chemists at farmers and we we are solvent extractors but at the end of the day we're cannabinoid
1: chemist cannabinoid cannabis not cannabinoid cannabinoid it just depends potatoes <laughs> potatoes <laughs> but a cannabinoid scientist <laughs> we, a cannabinoid chemist yeah i don't so, know if i've heard that one yet yeah, that's what we're that's, that's what weird. we are so I'm you know old school we we like
0: hash though and yeah. we like extract who and doesn't? so we feel that it's all about the quality of the material. Um, I've gotten in multiple arguments or discussions with the uh, the Rosin Boys, the Eagle Boys, and uh, you know they, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. That's all about material. It's all about quality of material. And no, we're we're down to make Rosin. We're down to make any type of hash. I think um, I it's, think it's what it, the people want. Yeah, dude.
1: It'd be foolish if you didn't because everybody and their grandma right now is fucking busting out the fucking hot plates and the fucking paddles there it's the and most like, accessible man it's accessible it's accessible yeah and it's it, the one thing honestly, compared
2: to a full c1 d1 built out booth with yeah. danger and safety measures and well, stuff and i like, think
1: that's the key word i mean to kind of i mean what we talked about at the beginning harm reduction that's what cannabis does and you know and i'm not i love i love everything that can happen from the cannabis plant i'm not trying to diss but you know it wasn't me that said this it was i think it was bubble man right and i probably i you know it's like a soundbite i i repeat but fucking he said the you know the second most dangerous thing to happen uh because of cannabis next to the dea was bhl because you know just because of explosions if people do it stupid they can fuck themselves up but No one's going to fucking blow themselves up by fucking paddling a fucking bucket of fucking hash. You know what I mean? No, correct. And so in the end, that's like, you know, that hippie shit where I come from, um, you know, where I was taught to like only use things that, you know, came from the earth and that can return to the earth. That whole solventless and, you know, hash aspect was really second nature. And that's always what we do back in the day was go. I mean, back in the day, dude, no one would do shit with their trim. and you know trim back in the day wasn't just trim there was larf nug there was little you know duff in there all the time and so homies and i all winter long would just fucking trim hunt we would just buy packs dude and i'm talking like you know 25 years ago plus you know like in the late 90s and shit when when it was just people doing some random shit fucking take that and dude we'd make some fucking crude you know we'd make some bubble We'd make some keef, we'd have all different textures and just fucking, it'd keep us floating until next year's outdoor. Yeah. But it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, what's the the next level though? That's my thing. What's that next level? Because everyone thinks fucking live hash rosin, you know, 90U first pull is gonna be, is that fucking (laughs) top, 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 top? But no. What's the pinnacle? I'd say THCO. I'd say
0: THCO. I'd say you have to start getting into the analogs of the molecule and it's back to like chemistry when you talk about what the next level of you know hash consumption is and we're already seeing it with delta eight yeah oh not p p's not p's nothing like o. um GHC-L acetate is is by far the the strongest cannabinoid i've ever i've ever dealt with um and it's just it's good it's it's strong it's
1: good tell me about the high tell me about your experience oh the high is fucking the high is intense so they
0: say so on my studies of course um because you know the alphabet boys are chicken shit um so on my studies they say it's 300 times stronger than delta nine and uh, i i don't know if i'd say that i mean i'm no (laughs) i'm no fucking hplc machine but it was definitely stronger it was much stronger um by having the the acetate on the on the end of the molecule um it it allows it to to immediately pass the blood-brain barrier so it's 100 percent bioavailable so you know the whole thing like oh you're only getting like when you smoke a bowl or you know hit a dab you're only getting a certain percentage of that thc is actually absorbing into your body the THCO, it, it's 100% bioavailable, um, much like um, HHC, which is the hydrogenated THC. Um, but, yeah, it's just fucking, you know, immediate, like, ocular pressure relief. You, like, feel it in your fucking skull. Um, you know, shoulders drop. I mean, instant. Like, you know, if if you've ever taken a really, really heavy dab and you kind of got that whoa, 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 whoa you want that, to be you want to be sitting down you know <laughs> that was like the first time i took an actual dab yeah. the very very first time and, 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 yeah, and that maybe that and maybe that's why smoke? it reminds me of that because it's just i don't get high much anymore <laughs> my fucking my tolerance is fucking shot so yeah it was i mean it's it actually got me high it made me a fucking worthless piece of shit for the weekend like fucking 3 days you i felt like oh, oh, off of one dab no, I dabbed multiple dads all weekend. Oh, all yeah. weekend dabbing. Um, <laughs> it was a bender. It was, it was a bender. I felt like a fucking junkie. At the end of it, I kind of looked at myself like, "Fuck, okay, you're not doing that anymore." <laughs> you know,
1: that was a little weird. <laughs> like, was it a gateway drug, Donnie? <laughs> it, it was. It was. THC. We'll I do. mean, was I want a gateway to the fridge. In in, in my <laughs> opinion, it was the end all. It was that
0: perfect because yeah, yeah. it just it got me fucking lit. And I mean, I'm talking like you know, elephant tranquilizer. My big ass was like you said, yeah, just roaming around, fucking trying to make your right way to the fridge and then back to a comfortable spot. But I was so fucking baked that just anywhere was comfortable. So I was just yeah. kind of found myself <laughs> fucking just hanging out and fucking sitting on things and yeah. So no, <laughs> THC is amazing. So, so
2: I th- I personally think it's gonna be it's gonna be you know, rosin terps or specific terps and specific profiles mixed in with things like tho uh, o to, to intensify the, the the effect but you know we can't leave out the the flavor aspect of things and the smoothness and stuff like that you it's don't like think peop-
1: so if it's just acid or if it's just uh, derivatives off the original molecule because you're not extracting thco, you're creating it
0: yeah so it'd be an analog so
1: yeah you're, you're an analog excuse you're, me you're
0: adding you're using a, a certain reagent to to add something to it and so um, you um, to don't make make it-
1: need You don't need weed then necessarily to create it you could create it off of literally anything that had a a cannabinoid or a terpene in the end correct and so which is why they're making a bunch of hemp thco and shit, which you know still
0: cannabinoids and everything but um it's not it's not the same as what are we gonna
1: what are what are people gonna get high on 100 years from now like from the cannabis from the thc molecule let's say in a hundred years, what are they? What are people going to be getting high on? How so? I
0: don't know. I'd, I'd hope <laughs> to
1: say still fucking
0: hash and
1: farmers hash.
2: Yeah, I think I think hash <laughs> is just. We talk about hash like it's this big thing that everybody's smoking, but look, like let's be real. It was a hundred years ago they were smoking hash. Well, in the Himalayas. I'm just I'm just saying in general when you look at the greater industry and and the market, the consumer market you the the percentage of concentrates being bought even in states like colorado it's, where it's, it's been, small it's, compared it's very to, small yeah, 710 yeah. culture is niche it's not big this is why you know cannabis cups high times cups flowers cups are massive events and cups like the the secret cup or you know yeah. things like that are smaller they're more niche it's there it really is weed nerds who are into their who are into their hash who are into their rosin it's gonna grow and i yeah. think eventually that will take it's like pc gaming versus console gaming even with the pc being more accessible people still go out and buy a fucking ps5 man Bro. like it's the most accessible thing um so i think over a long period of time hash is going to be way 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 more popular but it's going to take time Definitely. no yeah, I it think
1: might so. be 100 years from it now everyone be. everyone's well, dabbing now and then then the, us hardcores will just go back to fucking taking bone hits
0: and people don't realize that even <laughs> even new mexico you know is so much farther behind than than these other states with concentrates and and you concentrates are just barely kind of making the, yeah, their true. wave here and that's why right now i guarantee people sell more distillate than rosin you know what i mean and see people sell more fucking edibles than fucking you know dabs you know it's just and and more flour than all of it because it's such a a a new legal market um as it grows you know the streets on the rosin already the street you know you got your street heads that that like you know they're like uh oh, fuck distie fucking we just want fucking solve it list and and you know there, there's a certain group there but that's like, i mean that's
1: not how i sound
2: but i mean come on dude you gotta you gotta admit though even then on the street, weed itself packs sell are are way more frequent yeah, than still than jars of rosin. No, for or, sure, or,
0: or BHO or for anything sure. like for that. For sure, and that's why know? there's a premium on it. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It'll be that's a good question. I don't know what we'll be smoking in fucking a hundred years. Yeah, like I said, hopefully it's hopefully it's our shit. Hopefully it's not fucking radioactive. <laughs> hopefully my kids are fucking running the company right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, one thing Fuck. you know, not to sound boring or anything, but one thing I never really hear about anymore, dude, is industrial hemp. Industrial hemp.
0: About- oh, textiles.
1: Textile hemp. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I no, never no. really hear about that. It shit. was man, all what for the CBDs, that? man. That's that's the real conspiracy. They're making us. They're get, turning everything wreck so we forget about the 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 textile <laughs> opportunities that hemp affords. Yo, oh, guys, us. go well, back.
2: Go back to getting fucking stoned. Yo, man. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: when you realize, so you
0: know the whole reason weed was outlawed was because of the cotton boys and the whole cotton industry paper industry timber industry well they fucking that's what happened with hempocalypse that's my conspiracy of the day is yeah the cotton boys got back in it and we're like oh yeah we're gonna fuck this up no 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 just just grow cbds boys What happened all you guys to, just
1: grow the cbds dude what happened to biofuel yeah. and industrial hemp i think what i think they to, saw no fucks were given what happened to the homies with the the mercedes pulling up behind the chinese restaurant and pulling the oil out of the vats from the restaurants to run their cars on it you remember that shit dude that was like no nobody gives a shit about that anymore they all wanted cbd so the fucking <laughs> price of the kilo
0: per CBD, uh, price of kilo for cbd plummeted so fucking hard and yeah no very few little to none even fucking researched how to grow industrial fucking actual textile hemp for hempcrete for fiber for all these other things that could save our fucking world no 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 don't pay attention to any of that
1: Grow hempcrete, hemp-crete yeah. is fucking sick
2: well and it's crazy because hemp too is a it's something that it's uh it's good to uh remediate soil clean yeah yeah remediates it, it remediates soil so a lot of people use hemp in their off season because it's really resilient and it can it can make the soil yeah better. where's the fucking but uh... i mean dude like they were using hemp there was a lot of these companies and, and the industry and the culture as a whole were using the hemp derivatives to justify <laughs> the cbd use and then the 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 industries that that threatened were like yo dude we're cool with you getting high just go back to that stop
1: dude i don't know if you guys are aware of what they lined the fukushima daiichi nuclear power plant you know the one that had the meltdown after the big tsunami the one one that's still fucking leaking um -hmm. they lined the ocean with bales of hemp oh really um and they put them in the ocean and they'd let them sit, and then they'd extract them from the ocean, and they'd be full of radioactive. They're big old sponges. Yes, uh, they they sequ- uh, hemp sequesters is a bioaccumulator and sequesters um, radioactive material and heavy metals, and uh, no, it literally acted like the sponge for. I mean, it was obviously. Well, what's the place they
0: cleaned up with it? Fucking uh, Russia, um, Chernobyl. Yeah, they planted they they planted grips over there.
1: So I mean, that's something that. Again, I mean that next level shit like superfund sites. We have a bunch in the valley, all over the city, all over the the state. You know, plant hemp. You know, yeah. remediate the soil, okay. get it back to get it back to good. We, how many situation. how many
2: seasons? I think it's 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 in the less than a hundred seasons of topsoil left on Earth. <sighs> that's scary. Less than a hundred seasons of well, topsoil I mean, left.
1: That, and yeah. I mean, not to get all on that soapbox, but that's the exact reason why. People like my wife and I compel growers and farmers to go organic and to go regenerative and go sustainable because of that. And to not poison our soil with salts and to lock out the nutrients that are already in our soils with the runoff from, you know, from chemical and synthetic growing and, and this industry locally. And again, it's not some soapbox shit. Do your thing. Bring in Athena, bring in Jack's, you know, you know, whatever, do your thing. However, sequester that runoff and don't fucking poison our our soil because we have so little of it instead make steps to regenerate make steps to be sustainable and use that technique of farming whatever it may be if it's synthetic or chemically derived to still you know fucking regenerate and to rebuild and to pay homage to to our soil dude our earth so you're
0: saying the salty dogs are just fucking poisoning the earth
1: with their fucking no, I'm runoff. not saying we're poisoning the earth, you know, cause I'll grow some salts on a yeah. commercial level too, but I'll, you know, I also very much believe in not trying to uh, uh, take advantage of that and yeah. making sure that, I mean, your runoff from, so the runoff from your, your grow, you know, synthetic or organic can be used in a number of ways. And to just pour it back into the ground is a waste. Yeah, Use it in a sequestered manner to where it can, remediate itself and use techniques and grow plants not just cannabis it can help recycle that nutrient base into your soil and actually help um you know again become sustainable and regenerative through yep. those practices um <clears throat> when well, you don't see many people growing like that and and it's and it's sad we, we we visited a couple
0: um everest everest you know they grow they grow in fucking in, in real soil right? yeah um they got cover crops beautiful fucking thick clover you know and different shit all underneath
1: Carver. yep carver's one of those oh, Carver, he, yeah. carver's killing it and really carver's the model that anyone really locally in my opinion that's trying to do something sustainable or no-till is looking towards because it is
0: is he not using
1: I, salts not at all it's 100 really? percent organic like 110 hmm. percent organic sustainable and regenerative Um, no-till style and so and the no-till technique is really not just about being sustainable and regenerative and sourcing local ingredients that can be you know utilized and sustained but it's also about open source and that's one thing that the guys over at Carver Family Farm shout out really believe in and that I don't see a lot in our industry this sort of like and I get it with tech in in extraction I get it to each their own but with growing and to grow a healthy plant that can actually sustain and be regenerative and to not you know hopefully um like have the uh the end result and the byproducts of that be uh toxic um is something that you know our community should uh you know kind of like it should tap be into, it tap, should be important. tap into that resource that that we have which is kind of that no-till community to where, and then it's not something that I'm all about. I'll grow all different kinds of ways, yeah. you know, but I am all about, uh, you know, being cognizant and, you know, thinking about our future of our, you know, the planet that we're handing down to our children.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy. You, you were the first person I'd ever heard talk about the water thing. Cause you know, people outside of the state that listen to the podcast may not know, but we are in the desert. Yeah. Um, it's dry as fuck here. We don't have a lot of water the the water table is dropping significantly year, after year, by year. it doesn't year. replenish
0: itself
1: so um, yeah yeah so it's just something it's to consider you know and and again the 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 reasons for going that way aren't just from an ethical standpoint honestly because I've seen the data dude and guys let me tell you fucking no-till or organic terps are louder and stronger than salt terps okay dude i've seen the side-by-sides i've seen controlled fucking studies where homies grow the same exact fucking cut with the same uh, ppfd the same inputs other than the nutrients the same ec you know but a different set of nutrients synthetic versus organic yeah specifically specifically like you know chem like jacks versus organic no-till you know and um the same shit dude you're seeing higher if we're talking about fucking cannabinoids and terps because in the end that's the shit right and well how does that get sequestered most easily and um analyzably you know like a way we can read it rosin right and so people will grow the side by sides and make live hash rosin out of those exact cuts and always every single fucking cut no matter what is louder you know higher terps and stronger higher cannabinoids fucking in the the live shit i'm sorry yeah yeah, the no-till fucking organic shit so um so the proof is in the pudding guys you know try it out for yourselves you know like all you salt boys um get off the steroids get your plants off the steroids and get them on some vegetables get them on some greens get them on don't be don't be the liver king don't be the liver (laughs) can no but no i'm it's all it's all no diss as long as you're growing your own and supporting those that grow properly and people that you know you you believe in then that's all good dude so i think
2: i think that's a good good way to cycle this back because uh you know talking about sustainability good waste management protocols and and stuff like that um i think you know you're talking about how back in the day people didn't used to do shit with the trim and, and stuff like that and and now uh, through extraction and specifically through solvent extraction, we have ways of taking what would normally be even contaminated materials, completely and totally unusable, unsmokable, unconsumable um, plant material, biomass um, can be turned into very, very clean distillate that can be used in a lot of the edibles that everybody loves. Um, and I think you know solvent extraction is, is going in that direction super, super fast. Um, the oil that that's being produced and extracted you know distilled refined it's going in edibles that's becoming the new standard it's it's tasteless it's smellless and it's it's really potent and it's clean um and you know you can't get there you can't get that through solventless unfortunately so so there's a place for all of these
1: things and i think that sustainability dude i can make your resin smellless just leave it in my car overnight not overnight dude during the (laughs) summer bro with the cap off bro where those fucking turbs go shit smellless rosin i'm gonna fucking start that <laughs> shit it's gonna be a sticker dude smellless <laughs> rosin you heard it here first dude no let me doubt the no i'm still on that low potency shit dude we're fucking you know trying to sell this 12 or shit no just messing um but no grandma needs 12 percent dude you know i don't need to do i don't be need i don't need to give grandma some what? fucking like hardcore like fucking <laughs> Like sour diesel shit, dude. Smoking the blunt of sour diesel, with grandma, dude. And she gets all noited, dude. You know, I don't need that.
0: We were just talking about that with, with Johnny. Uh, Johnny James on his podcast about how, you know, people want lower potency cannabis. And and there's a, a whole demand out there. There's a whole uh, de- demographic of people that don't want to get fucking obliterated off Dude. you know what I mean the highest percentage they could find
1: dude I just that makes me think of something actually because we were talking about like how uh for a little bit ago fucking the industry going wreck can really change a lot of things cancel the community well one thing that it's canceled bro the one where the one-to- ones go yeah no one-to ones where the one-to ones go I need a one- to- one
0: there's there's little to, well from what I've heard one to one little Josh. little to no CBD options um which were usually the lower uh you know hot hemp um the lower THC options, you know, you, you would
1: see like the- dude, everybody had caniseutics, dude, during the med <laughs> scene. Everyone had that. Did you blast some kinesutics? You did. Fuck yeah, you know what I'm saying, dude. Some caniseutics carts fucking slapped with that pineapple, fucking cherry, lemon turt And what I'm saying is like, you know, that's that's that low potency shit. Because like, all right, let's trade some THC for some C B D. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you get that, like you get you get the vibe, dude. I mean, I miss. I think maybe that's what I'm missing. I think I just figured it out. What my problem is? It's
0: just too much. I'm missing tea.
1: that one-to-one. Yeah. No, there's no such thing, Donnie. <laughs> uh, but I'm just missing a one-to-one to go back to every once in a while. <laughs> know, like can a I, cup of I
2: tea. can identify a few other problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what kind of what do we got in store for the new grow, dude? Any anything anything any teasers? You got some some genetics lined up that we haven't seen you got so we're you know. gonna have
1: some fun over there man and that's one thing i'm really stoked on about enchanted is uh is just the overall vibe it's a real creative vibe working with some creative people i'm gonna take a quick dab smoke it yeah no i'd, I'd imagine
0: pierre's got something up his sleeves i seen the fucking uh the rack system we're gonna he, have a he lot he of fun in.
1: uh knob hill we just moved into knob hill and just opened up and so shout out to the neighborhood that's a real neighborhood. It's. The neighborhood I grew up in, you know, people walk around in there, you know, in that sense that pe- by that, you know, sense, people that, a lot of people that work in that neighborhood, live in that neighborhood, people that are shopping in that neighborhood are from that neighborhood, you see a lot of local people, you see a lot of the same people, the same days. I worked in that neighborhood um, recently. I grew up in that neighborhood when I was a kid. And that's how I feel like uh, we're trying to really bring back that neighborhood and everybody should your neighborhood bring back your neighborhood don't settle for this boarded up store on the corner bring it back do something with it contact your you know your community the owners of those businesses bring it back boarded up businesses in this town that ain't our shit man. it's fucking need, sad i hate We to need to rock shit. and roll we got creative kids that need stuff to do and we can't have them getting into bullshit and violence like you know i'll just straight up say it like Me and a lot of the people, everybody I grew up with, honestly, got into at some point because we were bored as fuck and there wasn't shit. And honestly, what has changed? I don't know. Really, you know, there's some skate parks. That's cool. Yeah. But what else is there for the youth? And I'm not saying that that's the cannabis community's responsibility. However, we're talking about what can cannabis do to evolve our community evolve our society evolve our species and what else is there other than our youth well and hopefully hopefully the state um uses some of the money for
0: education where i'm really hoping to see that well
1: and that's dude dude you know there's not, there's not millions com- millions we coming out of the fucking state
0: millions coming out of the state right now um you know i you know google it but I, i'd imagine hundreds of millions at this point that should be going into our education system strengthening our education system strengthening our communities um because yeah new mexico needs it. needs I'll, it There's- i'll just call it out
1: bro i'll just call it out the governor ran on a on a legalization platform yeah you know she came and did her victory lap right after it got legalized good nope. for her whatever now she's back for her second term what is the impact of our industry oh Ron roncetti didn't win dude i thought he, you know he fucks dogs right anyway um <laughs> i heard he doesn't like tamales or something or <laughs> no, was it no it was, he heats up tortillas in the microwave oh, bro. oh yeah that's what that's why he are, didn't get elected are, are, fuck that we don't we can't have that no dude if you don't throw that shit down straight on the flame on your on your stove uh, you know what i mean like right on you throw on the gas stove and you throw that tortilla right on there and get those little burn marks on there If you don't do that it's dude, you all don't,
0: a fucking clown show <laughs>
1: you know it's
0: i feel like yeah
1: it's it's a no i'm just mess. saying um it's the state that has that money it's the state that's holding that money the rld who the fuck the ccd who are they they are yeah. they're an entity that's that's been turned over three times and who's the dude that's running it now is he earmarking that money for the right things i think that's something that you know the community is going to have to um make sure happens because you know that's that's our in the end that's our money so i'm not going to name any names but one
0: of my old doh compliance officers is now working for one of our competitors and uh i think that's fucking hilarious
1: well that's they've always tried to pull people or now they're trying to pull people from the industry but yeah. now the industry is trying to pull people from the state yeah to try to get that inside scoop because there's no there's no key to that door there's no yeah. answers yeah well bureaucracy is a whole bunch of not
2: make any fucking sense kind of shit so looking at it from the outside it's nice to have somebody on the inside Heck, like, hey can you uh decipher this because it it seems really fucking stupid and i need to understand
0: bureaucracy it. the worst kind of beer
1: yeah well, 100%. <laughs> dude i just want to i want to be part of the bureaucracy. no the bureaucracy. Um, no, dude. Um, <laughs> the boufocracy. The, in the end, though, in the end, the only, the only true measure of anything in this country is the laws that we <clears> live <throat> by. They're the laws that we live by. And the only true decipherer of those laws are lawyers and judges who make the decisions on that. And so truly, in the end, unless you can really read litigious language and read the statutes and laws and rules and regs and understand them and be able to maneuver through that because that's truly what it all is is just a framework to exist in that these guys have no idea what they're even looking yeah. at they've they differ well, and it's their all, own lawyers.
0: what we've noticed is it's all up for interpretation these motherfuckers file an injunction or whatever fucking hold everything up fuck everything up so <laughs> laws and regulations it's all just a fucking and it can all be
1: changed you know, about every Janu- about every January they can change it. So, yeah. you know, we hang on for the ride, and that's one thing you know that I've been thinking about recently. We've been operating on the wreck since April. Okay. Well, what what needs to change?
0: What does need to change? And I think that's a good point. Um, I think you know, from from my standpoint, I think one of the biggest things that should should probably change.
1: Don't tell is- me limiting licenses. I think they should
0: fucking probably slow down the licenses oh i knew it yeah
1: I, I think i think spoken like a true license holder
0: well no i just think we're headed for oklahoma status and i think if they keep the doors wide open you just but at the end of the day the cream will rise to a, rise to the top so that's not that's not a huge issue they, I feel they can keep fucking giving them out um
1: they need to keep it open until i get mine no. <laughs> but
0: um i think they need to raise the cap on on edibles i think people have kind of spoken out that that's kind of silly and arbitrary and you know once again it's going in there and being like oh this stuff's bad and we don't know we just need to really take it easy guys and just like destigmatize if you're gonna fucking legalize if you're gonna uh, unprohibit something if you're gonna allow something then then allow it. Stop fucking trying to put stupid fucking numbers and so well this is okay because Colorado did it or California did it. It just cut the bullshit. If it's legal, it's legal. Fucking if you ought to be
1: 21, you gotta be 21
0: and let it go, you know?
1: So but to both of those things. First of all, the uh the licensing. I think, you know. They're, the government loves to limit. They will limit yeah. eventually. They will yeah. limit. And there's definitely people that are lobbying come this January yeah. to limit. And so get in while you can, right? Yeah. However, um, this idea of again back to fifty percent local, did they did we hold them to that? I Is don't think that so. being held? And also the disparity between retail, producer, manufacturer, courier, wholesaler, I think, packager. I should, yeah. These people that, you know, they they had no framework to work with. They said, all right, everybody open your retails, but you can't package your own weed, and you can't roll your own joints. And then they're like, all right, everybody grow, but you can't, you know, you can't package your own shit. To, yeah, yeah, to sell yeah, it.
0: unless you're a manufacturer. But then you got people thinking like, well, I'm a manufacturer. Oh, really? What do you do? We make pre-rolls. Oh, really? Did you just yeah, got a joint packer? Yeah, yeah we're, we're manufacturing. You know, and they're they're buying fucking weed and just make you pre rolls, and that's what the state is calling a certain level of manufacturing. So I think that's weird. I think to they kind should of kinda... link
1: it up to where they figured it out. Well, where, where kind of like event, you know, initially with with med, you know, it was like a certain amount of a certain amount of producers can grow a certain amount of weed. Every plant produces a certain amount of poundage, and there's only a certain amount of patients, and those patients, on average, yeah. do, you know. Desire certain need a certain amount of grammage, and so the the arithmetic works. There's been no arithmetic. It's been to your point, kind of like Oklahoma, that kind of like rush, and they just want to get their permitting fees. So in the end, people need to regulate the government. It's yeah, not about it's not about limiting licenses. It's about limiting what what are they trying to gain, yeah. and let's make sure the government gets what they need from this, so they can. Invest it back into the state and the community. But let's make sure our cannabis industry can be potentially again, you know, something we talked about at the first thing the shining light or the guiding example of fucking recreational regulated cannabis. Yeah. And let's take it to that next fucking level. Governor Michelle Lujan, fucking Grisham, dude. Yeah. Sorry. We'll see. I'm 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 sure she's got some um, other mission now. I mean, Governor MLG, let's take it to the next level, and let's say, let's not just be the guiding light and shining example of recreational cannabis, but let's prove that decriminalization of cannabis is the proper step forward in our society. Full decriminalization, anybody and everybody that is charged and in jail for anything cannabis-related is out and, everybody- and they
0: still not done that? I mean, in New Mexico, no. at least, at least no. for state charges. Really? I mean,
1: dude,
2: Seattle is just catching up. Fucking oh, Washington, God. they're they're just doing sweeping stuff in those states that have been have yeah. been wrecked. The problem with
1: the problem with full D crim guys and Donnie. I mean, think about it. And I think people are lobbying for that. We have to have. And I mean, look at our law, dude. It's fucking Uber crim. Yeah, I mean, you grow you grow one plant over your allotted twelve, and you're a fucking felon. Fuck yeah. that, dude. But why was that law before? Why was that created? It's to benefit the licensees yeah. because the licensees well, control the regulated market. It, and for sure, cool, yeah. do your thing because you pay your dues and you've done <coughs> you've done your fucking Well, the state government,
0: they, you usually see that when when a state goes wreck. It's almost like you see the penalties for doing it illegally goes up and it's like the state's like well you know if we're gonna allow this we we really got to enforce something else and and that's what it ends up being yeah like you said if you have a license you're god if you don't you're a fucking criminal and you know i understand regulation i understand reasons for for doing things the right way but yeah no they definitely should decriminalize and and yeah having a plant over there should be a a tier system there like it's one thing having too many plants in your backyard or you you know or do you have a fucking gorilla grow out in fucking you know Jemez that you're, you Shout know, out, that, Jamez you're gorilla up you know, <laughs> that you're poisoning the fucking Fan. stream yeah, with yeah, yeah. because you know shoot because you're going like, salts and you're not you you building know what beds I mean? out of
1: the fucking fallen pondos Okay, here's how you do it, guys. You take the fallen pondos, you build an L on the downslope, and you take all the pink the the pine needles, you build it up against you build it up against take mud, slap that up against, do three layers of You're that. talking then about
0: you, that hilltop chromatography. Cre- yes, the yeah, creek you, chromatography you it, you
1: build a tier. Honestly, creek topography. Put, put the put that bed. Put that gorilla Pondo Pine needle and and tim fallen timber bed in the downstream when it does rain you can see a rivulet and you can feed your plants and you can literally get away with first first time planting if you really backfill it with the heavy heavy uh, saturatable like a heavy um, emulsifiable soil you can get away with one full watering and this is talking about hamas because there's a high amount of rainfall up there one full watering and then every rainfall your fucking soil will get fully soaked and you can get away with literally one to two waterings a year shout out gorilla growers in the ham as much yeah. love we know you're still Call that fucking that Baja,
0: Baja beaver tech come on bro, man and
1: honestly dude honestly that's some good water too
2: All that. Bro, bro come on the, the trout in this downstream don't want your CRC
1: salts, bro come on dude yeah baby oh. No, fuck all that. If you're growing gorilla, only grow organic. So,
2: yeah, I mean, is, what about? All right, I'm gonna uh, iron man a, the counter argument here, so we can we can dun, de- dun, debate dun. this a little bit. um People running really powerful pesticides and putting out shitty boof on the street that's a little bit cheaper that kids end up with because they get access to it and they're not old enough to go to the dispensary um and, and then you know <laughs> that stuff will get processed by some fucking hash ratchet in his garage who could blow himself and his neighbor to fucking mm. high hell and all of this so so i think that there's an argument for regulating the privately grown market yeah. for the the sake of
1: where that shit is going to end up well dude, not um, if we're talking about actual regulated cannabis then let's talk about regulated cannabis and i'm not i'm not suggesting we do anything because i know a lot of people would be out of business and you know growers specifically but we need to have standards regarding and you know not unrealistic standards but standards regarding you know certain thresholds um i mean we don't even test for powdery mildew we do i mean you can pass off whatever basically you can i mean in our state still you can pass off anything that was grown with anything, sprayed with anything, and was infected with anything, as long as it doesn't have anaerobic and aerobic yeasts and molds on it. You're good, and that. Is, well, there's some
0: new stuff. There's some new microbes and microbials they're they're actually testing. But I mean, you know, but what yeah, I'm no, I I get what you're saying.
1: And I'm, and it's not for nothing. Hopefully, just hopefully. The grower knows what they're doing. And if it's sprayed or contaminated, they send it to a remedi- uh, a lab that can remediate, such as farmers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out remediation because, you know, not everything is. Most fucking, of them won't be
0: honest about it. That's
1: the worst part. That's the thing. We have to get people educated, first of all, yeah. to use the right things. We cannot be using fluoramite for fucking mites. We cannot be using fucking Eagle 20. For fucking mites, we can't be using fucking a ton of shit for a lot of different shit. We have to use stuff that is completely inert and that doesn't hurt the human system yeah. because you know we have to remember profits Fuck. over people. Dude, a, lot I even of, want- a lot of operators work under that premise, and we know that cannabis is all about people over profits.
0: Dude, I even want neem to be relooked at because some of you motherfucking neem boys, I'm gonna call y'all right now you fucking think it's you know don't panic it's organic fucking neem for life it sucks it's 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 the same thing it's fucking up extracts it's fucking up flowers i i'm not a grower so i'm not going to tell you when you can or can't use it but whenever you know it's
1: not just neem either dude think about it like um well there's like peppermint
0: oil fucking
1: like um uh Yeah, Pyre, you know yep. a lot of people have historically used pyrethrin because it's derived from the chrysanthemum flower it's organically derived just like neem it's derived from the neem plant so it's it's organically derived but it's half-life and it's subsequent uh uh basically leftovers when ingested by the human system are not good are those one on the ba- are they on the band list is pyrethium on the no so it's 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 pyrethroids it's pyrethroids and those those can actually be bad for the nervous system but they're allowed people are allowed to use well we don't here locally dude we don't test for them Mm. and so that's the thing and that's the point if we're going to regulate let's truly regulate and let's ensure that everybody can can grow a certain standard and i mean again dude if we're going to grow if we're going to talk about full regulation let's apply a regulation where people have to be sustainable they have to be regenerative so we can maintain our aquifers we can maintain that topsoil yeah. that's 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 eroding and and educate our people in our communities to do that not just with cannabis but with all agriculture with, with yeah. everything like concrete mines
0: and shit and fucking placitas and even,
2: to totally up. destroying the aquifer yeah. up there well and,
0: you know back to what jess touched on earlier you know you got you got these 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 guerrilla operations, these, you know, off the book operations, non non legit operations. Um, you know, possibly using, like he said, you know, bad pesticides, whatever, miclo, fucking you name it. And Miklo, bro, meeklo, that's my book. <laughs> no, no, Michael Miclo <laughs> uh, Eagle 20. But you have these places using these horrible things, and then yeah, like just just touched on very briefly. And then you have some asshole fucking trying to blast it because they can't sell it because it fucking smokes horrible or whatever. And then he's blowing himself up down the street. And that's where, you know, that's where I get a little weird on regulation because, you know, that's where I really start to be for it.
1: Yeah. And I really I really start
0: to back it because no, you said it at the beginning of the podcast, you know, the most dangerous thing about cannabis was not only the DEA, but BHO, yeah, 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 but no, it's the fucking asshole that has Straight no up. business dealing with hydrocarbons, mm-hmm. that has no business doing any type Don't of chemistry. Don't fuck around with that shit you unless know, you
1: know what the fuck you're doing. It's
0: it's that guy that's dangerous. Straight and, up. and you know, without any type of regulation, you you let that happen, and you have you know possible catastrophic fatalities. You know, mm-hmm. you name it, blocks blowing up kids blow, you know, people blowing up their house with their kids in it, you know,
1: all kinds of horrible shit. And nothing like that would ever happen if it was regulated or there was education and people knew what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? So leave it to the professionals. You know what I mean?
0: So no, I think extraction, unless you're, you know, paddling some hash, you know, water out at home, but solvent extraction 100% should be done by professionals in a professional safe environment. And I want to say,
2: actually, thinking back on it now with the, you know, my accessibility comment comment with rosin and solventless um and the material conversation surrounding that rosin has a kind of an effect that we're not talking about here that it it requires such good material that's good and organic and terpy and stuff like that um it it's kind of raising the bar for our growers because it is, rosin right? is exactly. the hot product you can need good it. organic sustainably grown yep. flour to make the good rosin yeah, because it's in demand it. you have to have that whereas like with BHO or whatever maybe you can make something that you know out of out of anything um so so there, there are some benefits to the solventless stuff and it's not so dangerous and it's it's much more accessible but uh yeah I think there's there's arguments for regulation I think that intention and motivation of the government is is where we re, where the miscommunication happens because they're really just
0: trying to make money mm-hmm. well and that's why they licensed all the retailers first because they're the one that has the biggest tax bill back to back to the state you know and if you look at that we were like why the fuck did they license oh, all the fucking retailers first you know what i mean there's fucking 1500 fucking stores pretty simple it is very simple because they license
1: them first in a mass 80 80 <coughs> percent you know and the they state gets a,
0: a minimal amount from manufacturers and a, and a little bit more from growers but nothing like they get straight from
1: this day after, each after day sale, after each dispel yeah.
0: each sale so yeah you want as many fucking sale hubs there because that's all little fucking little feelers and uh but yeah anyways you know um you know that's uh that's about it you know that's that's where where the state's at and uh you know i think that i think we got a lot to see i think we got a lot to see and i think that you know the state's going to evolve like you said come january there's you know a new a new time for the state to sit down and look at what they did like look what we did and and see hopefully allocate the money the way right way and i think we might see some changes for the better hopefully and we need to
1: speak up on that we need to let them know what we think what we feel on the ground and you know what i mean that's that next level let's take it to that next level man yeah the one thing that i think could really take us to the next level would be us taking pages from not just other states that have been awesome for patients or awesome for the community or awesome for herb like let's just call it out maine super rad for patients uh michigan super dope dude for for the herbs like you know that you know evolving the herb and evolving the tech um but what about international okay we were talking just a second ago about what is the state going to do with all this money? Well, dude, what the state could do with all this money is help all our geriatric or senior citizens that need medical cannabis. And I'm talking about people that create an from, education program. Yes, dude, and a delivery fucking program.
0: Education and, and yeah, and a, a way for them to visit, get it. a way yeah.
1: for and dude, let's take it to that fucking next level. Something that Marcella and I do with with Marlex Consultations, an at-home grow consultation. Yeah. So people can have a sustainable little source of medicine, yeah. low cost, set them up with the caregiver um, so that that medicine is sustainable. If it's flour, bring in somebody that could consult for a, a small time extraction if they needed Well, They're uh, the
0: fastest growing demographic
1: of, of cannabis users is, is um, the elderly, the, bro, the senior citizen community. Bro, when I travel around the world, dude, and I'm like, yo, who's got the herb? They're like, yo, you need to go to hey, hang out with grandma you know because like over you know around the world weed is like for elderly dude like yeah. it's not like a cool thing for kids it is it's coming back because it's yeah. you know rap culture is making that a worldwide thing but in the end herb is not like uh it's you know it's like make a salve and rub it on your rub it on your skin for that yeah. eczema grandma you know kind of thing and dude it's cool to see people of of that generation here locally who have been who've grown up with her being so stigmatized and being just as dangerous as heroin is what nixon told him is what yeah. he scheduled Fuck it nixon. as that's what that happened that's what happened and so they grew up with that like weed is just as dangerous as heroin yeah. as far as the law goes so fucking why would they touch it yeah shit give me that ibuprofen something that's going to shred yeah. my yeah. shred my kidneys or give me that fucking you know gin martini something that's going to fucking derange my mind instead of giving me something holistic and sustainable that's not going to have any side effects other than munchies no and you're not gonna you're
0: not gonna stop people from wanting to be sedated like it's we've talked about it before life sucks fucking the world's tough you know whatever stress is imminent I think the Buddha
1: I think the Buddha said it right dude life is suffering
0: yeah it is so no matter what form no matter what your
1: poison is
0: you're gonna have people seeking out something to take the edge off and why fucking, and bro enjoy you
1: know. relief it's something where the only the only side effect is a little bit of a little bit of goofiness and maybe like some giggles and some munchies no. and like fucking, dude i can't wait for weed to be federal because of one thing because all those fucking commercials are gonna stop all those yeah. commercials for those farmies that list these these endless side effects that are super horrific like dude like, I don't want to hear about well, like, potential fight it to the end. Because, dude, it's going to be like, get your weed. Yeah. Weed. Side effects may include. And it's going to be like one or two things, and that's fucking yeah. it, dude. And it's like, that's what one, we deserve.
0: One or two, barely, if, if there's even one or two drug reactions. Like, you know, drug reactions are low, side effects are low, you name it. No. And, and Big Pharma is going to fucking fight like fuck to make sure that they, you know, that doesn't happen. So we'll see we'll see if the feds fucking you know if they get out of the feds pocket long enough to to let it happen
1: everything's but economy and so it'll
0: probably be when big pharma enters into cannabis um which we're already seeing happening so so I think you know let's just take it
2: all the way back to the beginning was uh was rec a net good for the state I think of so. New Mexico
1: I think it was a great thing for New Mexico because I've seen a lot of the homies enter into the market where they were so hamstrung handicapped and handcuffed before without entry points they were banging on the doors of these legacy producers to let them get a piece of the pie because let's let's call it like it is a lot of these legacy producers were not reaching the heights we have very few of those legacy producers that were fully closed loop that that grew, produced, um, manufactured, packaged all that shit on their own. They yeah. a lot of them depended on on companies like Farmers and Great, you know, yeah. because Farmers was able to focus on what you guys do best, which yeah. is extraction, and they could concentrate on growing or whatever, but in the end it was very limiting for a lot of people who wanted to get in on the game. So to that cool, however, who is at the who's at the table now? And yeah. is that a, is that detracting from the efficacy and medicinal value that the plant can value can provide or is it adding to the overall greater good that's i think yet to be determined i think yes
0: rec is good for the state yes it's bringing money yes it's destigmatizing cannabis use it's you're reaching all kinds of new people that would have never touched it before because it was illegal and but I do also think, yes, it's shit on the medical program and we'll have to let the fucking dust settle and the smoke clear, <laughs> pun intended, to to see what really happens from it. I think when they go back to the fucking roundhouse and decide on, you know, laws and regs and, you know, the state of what's going on, I'm hoping they look
1: and they make it a little better for the med patients. Dude, I keep coming back to that. Like, I think there are a couple, not in fact, I think, I know there are a couple, you know, producers that are selling, of course, everyone's selling REC and MED. Yeah. No one is selling strictly MED, and no one is a strictly MED dispo. So did Catastutics right? finally is that what fucking it is? give in? So it's Catastutics, or is it... Well, no, we, we heard at first that yeah. they that they we were... Actually,
2: we talked about that in the first
1: episode. There we were talking. There is no other license other than... A retail producer. Yeah, but they they can
2: they can turn down wreck wreck
1: Yeah, sales. they can they can say metal only. Okay. I, I guess I mean, dude. I but I don't know. We, we never followed up know. on it,
0: so maybe we'll reach out and tell them. Inquiring minds want to know.
1: Yeah, I think that that idea of somebody growing on a medicinal level and being able to prove it, and I think there are a few doing it now. But Shout one's out definitely not cover. enough
2: yeah you know, I mean, that, look it, all these big big producers out there, these huge license holders, these mSOs, whatever, I think a great piece of advice if you're listening, doubt you are. but if you are listening, uh, you know, take take a percentage of your operation and of the total operation, twenty percent of the whole pie and just dedicate it. I think that's what they were supposed to do legally legally, <laughs> right? But what's actually dedicate a portion of your staff, have a medical department where you have, of the grow is is for medical only. And we grow strains that are specifically recommended or requested by the medical market. We produce products that might not have the same ROI or might not be as convenient or tasty or whatever as flashy, but they're salves, they're things that are good for people. Take that, run with that market, give them a different and a better retail experience, something that's a little bit more exclusive. And I think that long-term, you will see really, really
1: good ROI on. I think yeah, are big time. The uh, therapeutic items, it's funny you say that, dude, because in the last couple of weeks I've been getting a lot of requests for therapeutic items, tinctures, salves, well, suppositories. Like those are Even like you're, you're unable dude. to
0: find suppositories. And I really understand suppositories um from a medical standpoint. I thought they're gonna say from a personal standpoint. No, I don't. No, no, no. From a medical standpoint, <laughs> there's you know, it it's it's serious and you've got a lot of patients that cannot no, for sure. Cannot smoke. Absolutely. Smoking's one hundred percent out of the question.
1: Right. But also Edibles too. Yeah, edibles are the, out of the question. Right. They can't eat. Digestive's not working. And then a
0: lot of times you it's it's as simple as they're trying to get get closest to what's fucking them up. Let's say it's colon True. cancer. Exactly. Let's say it's something
1: inside lower, them yeah. lower
0: in their gut, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Which so by yeah. putting the which cannabinoids cannabis can really help cannabis can very much help
0: up there you know what i mean you're getting it closer to you know that direct contact where we you know Dude, where
1: where it's getting to where honestly it, to it i we get a lot of requests for that too on the wholesale market surprisingly enough and yeah. because medical patients and that yeah. truly is it should that, be available
0: it's it a product
1: and uh uh no it's 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 something that uh you know there there may be you know maybe kind of silly but that whole idea of having having somebody there in the dispensary that knows how to administer to get somebody yeah. that comes in with an issue, a medic a truly medical issue, whether they whether they have their card or not, they come in saying, you know, hey, I I need you know, i here's my issues. Well, and, and I'll tell you
0: I'll tell you right now, what I think is they should have a a nurse. I yeah, think Shire that Verdes, right. I think no, they should
2: have shit, bro. They yeah, I know, but that's, that's the, that's the fucking, that was the so, heyday, man. So not only the should they have a
0: nurse it. that takes care of medical patients, um, but, and could take care of rec patients too, if they have a medical question, but they should have a nurse there that is well-versed in cannabinoids, that's well-versed in cannabis, and that can, can explain shit and that can say you know to the little old lady or even to the fucking 25 year old that you know pulled his back blew his back out they can they can explain transdermal applications they can explain topicals they can whatever dude you know taking
1: it to the next level they maybe have access to medical and clinical trials and studies that they can they can refer to to say hey you know do you have crohn's disease consider a suppository do you but have, I can you know, only
0: imagine going up to some fucking douchey bud tender and being like, yeah, I need some suppositories. Who like, oh, oh, are you going to stick this in your ass, bro? Well, very you few know dispensaries mean? even and, offer it. And, well, that's what I'm saying. But you want somebody to take it serious. You want totally. somebody that's going to fucking, you know what I mean, understand the medicinal value of the products you're carrying.
1: No, absolutely. And that's that's the true essence of the plant is the medicinal value that it affords it it being you, you know, the plant can really help on so many levels that you don't even know about. And I was talking about this the other day saying, you know, the plant can give you whatever high you want to. If you're chasing that high that Coke provides, if you're chasing that high that heroin provides anything that can truly fuck your life up, weed can provide that for you. You just have to know the right, the right strain, the right extraction method, the right, you know, method of consumption and you can get that effect oh yeah thco would have fucked my life up if i if i used it daily <laughs> i would have you know i would I mean? have
0: amounted to nothing because However, I didn't, you know. without
1: without total fucking uh physiological deterioration which is something that like yeah like heroin or or crack A huge, harm reduction. huge so harm reduction and so with, with cannabis products dude and so that's that next level because i mean dude like you said we're always going to want to get fucked up life is crazy we're going to need something to take the edge off and why not have something that we can trust and know it's going to make us not just feel good but make us be good so so big takeaway here is um
2: reinvigorate the medical program um uh, regulation where it fucking matters yeah smart regulation um Put the people first at least fucking part of the time and not so much profits and uh and overall wreck
0: has been a net good yeah i think overall i think overall and i think we'll see better judges
1: take that we'd you know wreck yeah, yeah we'll do that it's pretty yeah. good yeah. <laughs> now what i like dude and honestly and i've seen it you know people just blazing out people yeah. enjoying the herb people having fun people celebrating the herb and all its derivatives and it's like yeah that's what's up I think I mean dude that's what the future is all right we all thought it was like some back to the future shit or whatever like flying cars or whatnot no when you yourself were kid I mean me myself when I was a kid and I thought about the future and what could have been the raddest thing it was like yeah dude weed a lot of weed. 100 we're tons of weed we're all smoking shit's rad and hey yo, know, lo and behold check it out so fuck yeah dude well
0: on that note alex where can the people follow you where can people get a hold of you
1: <laughs> where dude well uh uh the wife and i mother of pearl and i uh run high altitude seed house we're at high altitude seed house on instagram and then i'm running Eagle.505 on instagram and um you know, uh. I'll be running the grow over at Enchanted Botanicals. We're building it now. And so be on okay. the lookout at those stores for some good herb. Um, if you remember, you know, back in the day, that herb way back at Mother Earth Herbs and then Sandy Botanicals for a quick moment. And then that that brief stint in 2019 when uh, Southwest Wel- Southwest Wellness was super fire. Um, dude, it's so the, gonna be so back. So the eagle's on that. about to spread his wings it's again, back on huh? that Level, but dude, we're gonna bring God. it up. <laughs> good times, dude. You know, we're gonna bring it though. We're gonna have some good products. We're gonna showcase everyone's dub gear. We got all kinds of farmers gear there. We're gonna um, expand that. Everybody local that has the the dank shit, we're gonna provide that. um Not just for the customers, but for the patients too. We're gonna remember the patients first. And yeah, dude, come say what's up over there. I'm around in, uh just in town and um oh yeah saying what's up to everybody dude much love to to you guys thanks for thanks for the you know the shout and uh much love to the community dude all love oh yeah well thanks for
0: coming out it was a blast as usual and uh Word. we'll talk to you soon peace peace, peace.